Welcome to Iro Live with host Bob Bay. We're on a journey. We're all on a journey through the wilderness. So now here we are. We're at the end of the year. And we've come up in our journey to the banks of the Jordan the second time. Remember the first time the children of Israel came up and they sent the spies in. And 10 of the 12 spies that they sent in came back and they said, it's just too much for us. There is a lot there. Yes, it's true. Everything that God said is true. It is a land flowing with milk and honey. And it's, it, it would be wonderful, but they're just they're giants in our eyes. We're just grasshoppers to them. We just can't do it. And Joshua and Caleb said, no, we can do it. But the people were afraid. God sent them back out into the wilderness. It was 11 days' journey from Mount Horeb, from the mountain of God that we talked about, where they received the Ten Commandments. It was an 11 days' journey to where they were at on the banks of the Jordan. But they had to spend another 40 years wandering until all the men of warring age had passed on. So we find ourselves in Joshua chapter 1. Moses has died because God told him he would come up and he would be able to see into the land, but he wasn't able to go in himself. Moses has, has died. God buried him someplace that nobody could find him. And Joshua has been put in Moses' place. Let me read this part. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all of this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, as I said to Moses. And this is the first point in this that I'm going to make tonight. God told Joshua, everywhere that your foot sets, I have given to you. Because he'd even told Moses that. It was already a foregone conclusion. Anywhere that Joshua set his foot, the land was given to them. And so that says a couple of things to us. One, and it's the biggest part, is God had a plan and a promise for the children of Israel. But they had to walk it out. They had to set their foot there. And go and walk in that land that God had promised them. It was already a done deal. But they had to walk it out. And it's the same way for us. God has a plan for our lives. And he has promises for each of us. But we have to walk it out. God's already done it. But we have to step on that path as we go. Does that make sense? I don't know how to put it any other way than to say, God has his part and he's done it. Now we have our part. We must do it. We must take those steps to go forward. In reading on, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea towards the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. 
I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. God's already promising he's, he's there. He's taking care of it. He's fighting the battles, right? No one's going to be able to stand before them. But he says, be strong and of good courage for, now he's going to say, this is why you need to be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. So he's saying, listen, you, he's talking to Joshua, you need to be strong and of good courage because you have a purpose and a job to do. You are going to divide the land for them that I promised them. I promised them the land, but you need to be strong and of good courage. Now, why would God say that? Because he's going to have plenty of opportunity to be afraid and want to run away. But God has a plan for him to do. And if he gets afraid and he is not strong to face it and of good courage, he's not going to be able to complete the plan that God has for his life. And it's the same way for us as we face this. We're getting ready to go into the new year and we're crossing over. We need to be strong and of good courage because God has a plan for each one of us. But it's not going to come to be if we get afraid and we back down now. And that goes for everyone in this journey. When you reach that place, the place of promise in your life. In verse 7, Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it from the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Be strong and very courageous in keeping the word, staying in the word. Because if you get afraid, you're going to go to the right or to the left, and you're not going to be able to stay on the path that I have for you. You guys, how many times have we talked about in this journey about God, the Holy Spirit being in us and leading us and guiding us and us coming to crossroads in our lives? And so many times, because we've always go to the left. When we come to this point, we always go to the left here. This is what we always do. We always go to the left because that's what feels comfortable. But we have to be ready when God says, no, you're going to go to the right or you're going to go straight ahead. We have to be able to follow that. But it's going to be scary. That's why he tells Joshua, be strong and very courageous. You're going to have to do spiritual warfare. And pray and trust in God that he's going to take care of you and walk the walk that he has for you so that you can stay on path. We have a purpose, so we have to be brave, strong and courageous, or else we won't carry out the plan and purpose for our lives. We have to be strong and courageous or else we'll separate ourselves from God and in fear we won't be walking with God and able to follow his instruction. He says in his word in the Bible, but it goes even more deeper than that now, right? Because we have the Holy Spirit in us. We have to know the word. We have to stay in the word. That has to be planted within us. But we also have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and following his leading and guiding. And if we'll do that, then we will prosper wherever we go.
This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that it is written in it. For then you will make your way prosper, and then you will have good success. I mean, there's no hidden meaning there, right? I mean, it's not a, it's not a trick question. There's no hidden meaning. If we stay in the word, God will constantly be talking to us, bringing things to mind, speaking to us through that word. As we be going through our walk in the day, he'll bring scriptures to remembrance of us, to cause us to turn this way or that way. Or when we get afraid because we're facing something that's huge, we come across something in our life, a situation or circumstance that seems beyond our ability. He'll do things. If you got so much going on in your mind... <laughs> and it's kind of being clouded, he'll have somebody walk up to you and say something that'll trigger that verse in your mind. And he'll do that. He'll orchestrate events. He'll move heaven and earth to speak to us if we're focused on him. In the movie Transformers, there's a character, Bumblebee, and he's a yellow car, and he can't speak like the other Transformers. His voice whatever is broken. So the way he speaks is he can dial the radio. It'll turn up and down the dial on the radio for his voice, and he uses it. So there'll be different things that he's using to to speak through that. And so I parallel that with God, God being able to use things in this world to speak to us, to bring to remembrance Scripture, to cause something to flash through our mind and say, you know what, that reminds me of when I read this in the Bible. Or if you're still new and you're learning, because we're all, I mean, we're all at different places, right? Sometimes we're new, we're brand new in the Word, and we got down John 3.16. God so loved the world, we got that one down, right? But maybe the other deeper things aren't there yet. So God will use other things to speak to us. Or he may use somebody come to come up and walk up to us and say, hey, God put on my heart to tell you, whatever it may be. God loves us that much to be able to do that for us. We will have success in the things we do. We'll prosper in everything we do. Everything we touch will prosper, and we will have success in everything we do. That means we'll have success. Remember I talked in the beginning of the year, we talked about having these needs that only God can meet. We have these unmet needs for significance, security in our life, both on the inside, being secure on who we are and secure in what we have. And then social security, that don't mean like from the government, that means having the relationships. The relationships we have, this is exactly what God's talking about. He will be able to provide for us as he did back in the garden. And we will have success in all we do. Our relationships will begin to become more and more healthy. I don't think they happen overnight. I haven't seen it. God could do it, but our relationships will become more healthy. Our finances, our situations at work or whatever it is we're doing or or whatever it may be, God will find a way to take care of us and provide for us and meet all of our needs in whatever way he sees fit. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that is the last thing that he says there in this commissioning of Joshua. 
And he's saying, listen, I've told you. So that's three times God told Joshua to be strong and of good courage. And we know any time that God says something in the word, three times, he means it. And you can take this as a good thing or a bad thing. But if God's telling you, you better be strong and of good courage, it means there's going to be a lot of things that are going to try and knock you down and make you afraid and make you want to run away. But he's warning him ahead of time. He's warning him, listen, this is going to happen. And this is what you need to do. You need to be strong and of good courage because it's all going to work out. I've already made a way for you. No one's going to be able to stand in your way. Nothing's going to be able to stop you from walking in the fullness of what I have for you and you obtaining the inheritance, the promises that I've made for you. Nothing's going to stop you from that as long as you follow these three things. You follow my purpose and my plan. You listen to my voice as I direct you and you keep my word hidden in your heart. Do those things, be strong and of good courage and it's going to be okay. And that's where we find ourselves. We're getting ready to go over. We're getting ready to cross over. As we cross over, we come to this point. We have to let go of the opportunity to go back to Egypt. That can no longer be an option. Going back to Egypt, like remember we've talked about how the children of Israel, every time they stopped, they began complaining and saying, oh, we had it so much better in Egypt. Wasn't it so much better? We had better food to eat in Egypt. We had water to drink in Egypt. It was so much better in Egypt. We didn't have to fight these battles. It was so good in Egypt. But there was bondage and slavery. So they had to let go of that bondage mentality. Let go of that idea that it was better then and be ready to move forward. You guys ready to move forward? God, thank you for tonight. Thank you, God, for walking us through this journey in the wilderness. Help us to cross over, Lord. Give us the strength and courage we need to follow your will and your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. Please comment and subscribe for upcoming podcasts. To order your copy of My Real Life, go to the Take Action page at our website reallifeministries-stl.com or go to Real Life Ministries STL on Facebook.